Hello, humans of the earth, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day. My name is Heidi. And my name is Dana. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Today we'll be discussing some of the latest positive news stories, but first we have our wonderful Tweet of the Week. This Tweet of the Week is a rather interesting one. It comes from at Fish Bowel, which is, I like that username a lot. I have a very creative, very creative mind. Right very there. nice, very nice. Yeah. And so the tweet says, interviewer, what did you bring to the table? Me, in my last job, I brought a lot of enthusiasm, interviewer. No, what did you just put on my desk? Me, you mean my toad? And honestly, wait, what? I don't get it. So he's at a job interview and mm-hmm. the interviewer is asking, what did you bring to the table? And then he, and then the guy is like, um, in my last job, I brought a lot of enthusiasm. And the interviewer is like, no, what did you just put on the table? And he's like, you mean my toad? He put a toad on the table. And this is such, this is such a power move. Like going in, what if you go into a job interview? And if you can see that the interviewer doesn't like you or you just gave like a really stupid answer or something, you can just pull out your toad out of your pocket and be like, this is my magic toad. So if you don't give me this job, my magic toad is going to use his magical toad laser eyes and he's going to place a curse on you and your family if you don't give me this job. And so it's a pro because you get the job. It's a pro because your boss is scared of you. And it's a pro because everyone else is scared of you. And now you can basically just do whatever you want at work with little to no repercussions. It's a power move. And we appreciate it. Or you could just pull out a you and add a a little sprinkle of personality, you know? That's how you show that you really are an interesting person. You just carry around your little toe with you like a... I think I get it now, because, like, the username's Fishy. Like, the username is called Fishy. Yes, and it is yep. a fish on a man's head. I appreciate it. All it all makes sense now. It all I makes sense. this account very much. This is what I aspire to be in life. This is my one and only goal in life, to become at Fish Bowel. Okay, so moving We're on, we have Bowel. our first uh, news story, which Heidi is going to tell us a little bit about. So, Heidi, can you go ahead? Yes, I will definitely go on ahead and for this today for today's news story we are going to be talking about a tiktok made by the name fat fat supreme (laughs) me too i am the fat fat supreme that is me and i think his real name's des desi something related to des i don't know i only i only watch him as fat fat supreme okay yes so fat fat supreme posted a TikTok of him working. He works in like a fast food restaurant mm-hmm. and he was working the drive-through lane that day. Uh-huh. And then his his customer bought $40 worth of food. Oh my and God. everyone <laughs> here has like technology, right? Like everyone's all hooked up to their Apple Pay and everything yeah, where you can just pay from your phone. Anymore. Only old people use cash. Oh wait, no, edit that out. <laughs> wait, say that again, it cut off. I said only old people use cash, but we're not. It's a hot take. It's a hot take, ladies and gentlemen. It's too spicy for PG. 
PG content. Indeed. So do you want me to cut that out? Uh, if you want. You know what? It's up to you. It's fine. Okay. So basically, this this customer had bought forty dollars worth of food, like forty, mm-hmm. and they do not. This his restaurant does not take Apple Pay. He's not with Apple. the times. He really isn't with the times. Keep up. I'm joking. Whatever. I know. I know. His fast food place I can't really go against him. I am a forever a defender of him. Indeed, indeed. And like, what's it called? Oh my gosh, I'm like losing my train of thought. So his fast food restaurant workplace does not take Apple Pay. And this customer was planning to pay with Apple Pay, mm-hmm. which re- which means that she was $24 short because they don't accept it. Oh, no. I know. And she paid the other $16 with gift cards. And this <laughs> Fat Fat Supreme, Fat Fat Supreme was like, you know what? It's in the goodness of my heart to pay for this woman's meal. Yes. And the woman was like, no, 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 no. Like, that's the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for me. Like, I don't deserve this. Like, I'll just figure out a way and I'll come back later. And the guy and Dez or Fat Fat Supreme was like, nope, too late. He grabbed his card, swiped it, and he paid for his meal. What an iconic man. I, I know, know, I know. But Dana, that's not it. That is not it. The next part is... Oh, sorry. Now, I, I turned to go wild to process what you were saying. Yeah, that's not it. Wait, seriously? Yeah, no. That's not it. That's not it. So then, the woman was like, oh, yeah, I work at a school and I'm the principal and here's my business card. If you ever need help, like, you let me know. And <laughs> that, that Supreme was like, hey, I want to be a teacher when I grow older. Ooh. And the lady was like, oh, here's my business card. And if you need a job, you have one. Yeah, he really got those connections. He's getting those connections all because of kind acts. So you know what? If you do kind acts, whether you get something out of it or not, you know, it's always good to have it. And maybe you'll even be lucky and, you know, get something out of it that benefits you. And this guy already has a job because he paid for this woman's meal. And now he's... Exactly, exactly. And I saw in my outline and I was like, he got a job which can be very hard for some people. Like, they struggle to get a job. Mm-hmm. And but this guy, because of the kindness of his heart, he got a job. Yeah. No job interview needed. No magic toad needed. Mm-hmm. Just did it. He just exactly. Did it. No toad needed. No interview needed. No so, exactly. And his ki- kindness can come back to you at unexpected moments. So you just want to be nice to people, whether you expect something back or not. Like, just be nice to people. It's going to be good karma. Yes, this is a full cycle. It's a full cycle of karma. So moving on to our next news story, it narrated by yours truly. We have uh, a recent study that found that people who consider themselves spontaneous were 40% more likely to consider themselves as a happy person and 38% more likely to feel content and satisfied with their life. So basically, the takeaway from this is that people who make spontaneous decisions more often are just happier. They're just happy people. They're happy with how their life is because not everything has to be meticulously planned out all the time. You can just, you know, make a spur of the moment decision and it'll make you happy, you know, because it's something that you want to do. And it's just even though if it's not fit into your schedule, you know, you're just following your emotions and just doing what comes you know, to your mind. And we, the average... That's really interesting because 
I agree with that. Like, that's really interesting because I agree with that. You know, I know going out is sometimes very um, controversial controversial right now. But in the few times that I have gone out, it has been very spontaneous and I've been loving it a lot more. Mm-hmm. So did you know that the average American makes 6,709 spontaneous decisions every year? That's so many decisions. Like, I can't even, I don't even remember the last spontaneous decision I made. But actually, no, I do remember. I, ooh, I went to the beach yesterday. I really did. <laughs> I went to the beach. You know what's kind of funny? Huh? I went to the beach, too, like, two weeks ago. But I didn't say anything because I was like, oh, Dana's going to get mad at me because I went to the beach while we we're supposed to be social distancing, which yeah. I was social distancing, but I did go to the beach. Yes, I'm the villain in this story. No, I'm joking. You can go live your best life, Heidi. I won't. I won't. Word. I won't punish you for that. But so I went to the beach. My mom yesterday, literally yesterday, she was like, "Hey, uh, do you want to go to the beach?" And I was like, "Okay." And then we went to the beach, and I had such a good time. We went to this super it's good. really fun. It was like it was so good. It was literally, it was just incredible. I ate a burger because I don't really eat that much fish, so I ate a burger, but it was literally so good. It was one of the best burgers. It's in the top of your list. I had a burger. I'm not following the rules of beach life. I know. But you know what? It's fine. It was great. And I loved it. And Wait, Dana, I don't think that you would go to the beach. I do not think that you would go to the beach. I don't know why. I just thought that you were the person that would, like, stay home, like, all summer because of the corona. No, I don't... Like, we went to the beach, but we went to one of the areas where there was less people. Even though there was still, like, a good amount of people, but there was less compared to, like, the other areas. So we just, like, found an area where there was, like, less people. And they're like, okay, we'll sit here. And then we sat there. But, you know, I had such a good time. You know, I got to, like, relax and look at the waves and, you know, be in the waves. And then at the very end, we stayed, like, long enough to watch the beach sunset and it was so nice and I've never seen a beach sunset before so you know what that spontaneous decision made me very happy even though I was super tired by the time we got home but you know it's just a great memory and I had so much fun I really oh my gosh yay I'm so happy for you thank you so it was also pretty sunny outside too yeah no it was really hot I had to put on like five layers of sunblock but you know what you know it was looking greasy I was having a good time in my mind. Funny story. When I went to the beach like two weeks ago, I do you you know that you need to reapply sunscreen every 80 minutes, right? Because it wears off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of forgot. So <laughs> me and my friend only put it on once. And we were in the sun for five hours in the oh, Yeah. Really, really in the moment it was really, really fun. But when I got home, I looked like a lobster straight from the ocean. Oh my god. Yeah, one time, it wasn't at the beach, but it was at Schlitterbahn. I was, like, in seventh or eighth grade. I don't remember. But I, like, I always put on a bunch of sunblock, like, an absolute maniac. But that time, since, like, your, like, Schlitterbahn is over there, and then the, lo- the lockers are, like, in a different place, I didn't um, apply the sunscreen as much as I would have wanted to. So I got, like, super, oh. like a super bad sunburn on my face. Um so the day after we went back to school and you know I already know that my skin is like naturally like not a 
it's like red it's like not a normal skin color i don't know oh my gosh yes we've talked about this before if my skin is already naturally red then can you imagine how sunburned dana would have looked it was a hot mess and i hated it so you know what you got to reapply that sunscreen but yeah you know you can still have a good time but just remember to reapply sunscreen so the takeaway from this is that making spontaneous decisions can make you more happy. Just make sure to take the necessary safety precautions. We don't want any um, coronavirus people. I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but we don't want you to get that. So, you know, just infected. 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 You want to become infected. So, you know, wear a little face mask, put on hand sanitizer, and, you know, just have a good time. So you can make spontaneous decisions, not only by going to the beach, but you can have, you can do a lot of different things. You can change your coffee order at Starbucks or take a nap whenever you feel like it or buy an attractive plant and name him Timothy Chalamet and glue on googly eyes and make him a small wig to represent his beautiful mane of hair. You know, the possibilities really are endless. And I don't know if that plant thing was like a secret desire of mine, but you know what? Maybe that's the next thing I'll do. Maybe the next thing I'll do is go to Home Depot and buy a small succulent and name him Timothy Chalamet and raise him as my child. That's kind of a weird thing. Well, it's fine. You, I love, we love that. We love, we love that. We love it, and we don't talk about it. Yes, I, you know, I thought I did not know that Timothy Chalamet was French Timothy until Chalamet. I heard him talk, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute!" Chalamet speaks beautiful French, and I regret not taking yeah. French like French class, I'm really going to have to hit up Duolingo to try to connect with this man. I love this man. Indeed. I always confuse Timothy Chalamet with Noah Schnapp. No, they're two very different people. One is like 17. The other one is like 20 some. Wait, who's who's the 20 some person? Who was the 21? Chalamet. No, Noah Schnapp is 20. Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Timothy Chalamet is 20 something. Yeah, let me check. Hold on. We're going to have to do an internet search right now, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this computer ASMR? I don't know if it's picking it up. He does not age. He does not age. Why did I think? Timothy Chalamet is 24. He's 24. He's 25. That's so iconic. He looks looks like 15, 16. Like around that time. That's crazy. I think... That's on purpose, though. Like, depending on what movie he's playing, I think they try to make him look younger on purpose. But I, or, yeah, I don't know. But that really is. He does not look twenty four. He looks. Timothy Chalamet is gonna age like fine wine. I think he's gonna become like like the next Leonardo DiCaprio in terms of like when we're older, we're gonna be like, um, Timothy Chalamet looks so good when he was younger and then people are gonna you know, maybe he's gonna make like a stupid like I don't know face decision and get like a really ugly mustache or something I don't know but they're gonna be like ew mom why would you say that and I'll be like just look up pictures of him and then they will know they will know wow. the thing you know Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio then Timothy Chalamet now there is a connection here there is a connection you know, I think I confused Noah Snap and Timothy Chalamet because they're like the two most talked about men or boys that I know of. <laughs> so I always just merge the two. I don't know. I don't really 
Noah Schnapp has like a YouTube channel, right? I don't know. All I know is that he was on Stranger Things and he has a YouTube channel now. And sometimes he's on TikTok. But that's all I know about that. I heard about him from Roseby. Sorry, Roseby. I'm exposing you. (laughs) That's so funny. I don't know. I don't really... hmm, I don't know. I think... I think both of them are overhyped. I think that's safe to say. But you know what? Ooh, Dana, Dana, you're, you're going to get so much hate. I know I'm going to get so much hate. But you know what? This is my hot take on this topic. I think that both of them are overhyped. And I don't think, like, I think they're, like, in terms of physicality, we can appreciate it. But I think we're the ones that need to tone it down a little bit. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes the stands can get a little crazy. They can get a little cuckoo. They can get a little out of hand you know so we just need to call oh my gosh and make sure not to i remember mm-hmm. i know what you're talking about because i've seen david dobrik tweet like i love you guys so much but please stop coming to my house and i was like whoa people come to celebrities <laughs> houses so like just chill or what yeah it's very that's very scary i would not like that i would beat them with the broom just kidding okay moving on (laughs) um moving on we have dana science talks which is me i am dana hello hi so the story for today is the first woman to walk in space just traveled to the ocean's deepest depth and if that's not the most iconic thing in the world i don't know what is but literally the amount of power that the woman has incredible she could just hand in her resume with two sentences that just says first woman to walk in space broke the world record for deepest ocean death and just turn it in and she would get the job. No magic tote needed. Okay. She the amount of power. We love it and we appreciate it. But the point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, women in STEM fields are just not, I don't think they're talked about enough. Like they're really underappreciated. There's so many significant discoveries and inventions that could not be possible today if it not have been, had been for um, these, you know, female, whether it be physicists or chemists or uh, scientists, whatever it may be. So like Marie Curie and Elena Choa and Ada Lovelace, they all did such pivotal things for science. And we really don't talk about it in the same way that we do, um, you know, as, you know, men in STEM fields. And I think that's something that we need to start talking about and normalizing so that we recognize these pivotal, pivotal roles. And here we have a modern day iconic female women female woman that doesn't make sense female woman <laughs> woman in a stem field her name is dr kathy sullivan and she was the first woman to walk in space in 1984 as part of the first group of u.s astronauts that included women so then she became as time went on she became more interested in like oceanography and you know the different types of animals that live in the ocean just i don't know the ocean so then she completed an hour and a half 35,810 foot dive to the marina trenches deepest point at the age of 68 which is power move another uh, move besides magic this 68 year old has been has been doing so much more than i have ever done in my life honestly like i hate the water we need to keep up we need to catch up to her and she just did that well at the time of this recording it would be last sunday on June 7th, 2020. 
and um, she was on a mission with one of her um, friends, and they took picture of life in a submersible, which is like a type of underwater ship. So they were just like taking pictures of life around. Submarine. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a submarine, basically. And um, they're just taking pictures of life around so that they could go study it later. And you know what? The amount of iconicness and power and incredible, this is not grammatically correct, but the amount of incredible in this woman is crazy. It's crazy. You know, the ocean is so deep. Has anyone ever actually reached the bottom of the ocean floor? No, right? No, we've only discovered, I think, don't quote me on I'm uneducated. I'm very uneducated. We've only, we've only discovered 2% of the ocean. Wait, what? 2%? Yeah, we've only discovered, I'm pretty sure it's 2%. Let me see. How much of the ocean is explored? ASMR. ASMR. 5%. Only 5%. 95% of the ocean remains unexplored. We don't know what's down there. Scary. That's crazy to think about. And you know, there's many like health health factors that you need to consider when you're going so deep into the ocean yeah, because there changes a lot, you need to be able to maintain all of that. Mm-hmm. And this 68-year-old woman went deep down into the ocean. She Look really how, is, she, like, is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. I think she went in like that submarine thing. Oh, I see, I see. So what we're saying is the future is a female. Times are changing and women are going to take over the world and do more than they ever have done in history. Honestly. And speaking of that, you know what is a perfect transition into our next segment? Because we are saying how women are, you know, basically establishing world or on the position of establishing their world dominance or um, just being great in general is this new album by... R&B duo Chloe and Hallie, which took off. They she really okay. Edit this part out. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, um, okay. Chloe and Hallie, they took my wig, they grabbed it, and then they snatched it and they threw it to Mars. And now my metaphorical wig is stuck there. I don't know how I'm gonna get it down. I'm probably going to have to go to the store and buy a new one because that album was incredible. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Chloe and Halle. I've never heard of them, so please educate me. Chloe and Halle are, okay, well, first of all, besides being the most underrated people ever, I have known them. I just figured this out right now because I remember, I remember there's being this show on Disney Channel and it was called uh, it was called Radio Disney's Next Big Thing. Do you remember that? Because I oh remember. my gosh, yes, yes, yes. You remember that nostalgia? Okay. Yes, yes, so I do. Was, yeah, so I lived on Disney Channel. Disney's Next Big Thing, and then it would have we would have like all they would have like all these different contestants, and then you could vote for your favorite one. And Chloe and Hallie went on it for the last like season, I guess of a Radio Disney's Next Big Thing, which was in 2012. I was seven years old, and I still remember them. That's how iconic they are. And when they were uh, competing in that, they were like 13 and 11, I think, respectively. So the amount of iconic, it was already there. It was already there. They were born, and they were like, I'm going to slay. But Are they um, singers? Yes. So I remember 
I that I love them. I don't even remember any of the other contestants, but I still remember Chloe and Hallie, and I still remember watching them on TV and thinking, yes, I was a stan. I was a stan of Chloe and Hallie from a young age. What stan meant? I was a stan before the word stan was invented. I was a Chloe and Hallie stan at seven years old. I loved them. I would watch all their covers on YouTube, and I would just, you know, I was having a good time. They would sing. And I would dance. It was, you know, a give and take situation, and I loved it. That says a lot. That really says a lot. Cause when you only remember that specific contestant out of who knows how many contestants, that must mean that this album must be really, really good. And it's I want to go listen good. to it. I'm really good. So then, after they competed on Radio Disney's Next Big Thing and won, they got. I think. I don't know, they kept on, they kept, sorry, they kept on posting uh, covers on YouTube. They They were mostly Beyonce covers. And then Beyonce was like, hey, Beyonce herself, Queen Bey herself was like, I like, I like them. I like this duo. So then she signed them and trained them at their now basically her protégés. And that's just so iconic. And then they performed at the White House for Michelle Obama and her daughters. The level of iconic. Hello. Incredible. Wait, really? I have never heard about Beyonce talking about these people. Grammys. They did all these things. It was great. And then last year, I remember thinking, oh, I wonder what happened to Chloe and Hallie. Like, you know. What happened? And that's when I discovered, you know, the whole Beyonce thing and the White House and the Grammys. And they released their album, which is called The Kids Are All Right, which is a pretty good album. Like, it really has some good songs on there. And right now, they're just, you know, my everyday bangers, you know? They're just pretty good songs. So then you can imagine my excitement when they announced that they were going to release their new album, Ungodly Hour. I was just blown away. And I was so excited and I put it on my calendar. I put it on my planner because that day was a day set aside for them and only for them. While you were talking about um, Chloe and Hallie, is that how you pronounce her name? Hallie? Yeah. I was searching on Godly Hour up and these people look like queens. Are they sisters? Are they friends? They're sisters. They're two sisters and they're just so iconic. Oh my gosh, yes. They look like they have their life together. They, they really get me together, honestly. So mm-hmm. they announced the album for Ungodly Hour. And I was like, this is going to be great. And then, I don't know what happened first, but I'm pretty sure it was in this order. Then they dropped the single and later on the music video for Do It, which is one of the songs on the album. And I was, I was deceased. I was ready to go into the grave. I was like, this is the way... I go and it's a way that I love because it was just it was just amazing it was just so it was life-changing after that music video I will never come back as the same person again I literally just stared at it for like the three minutes of the music video and then I just sat there not knowing what to do with myself because I was in the presence of two icons so then the album- looking at these pictures i'm i'm like i'm oh my god i'm speaking crazily <laughs> looking at these pictures they give off like a zendaya vibe Honestly, and i love it they really do they're just so they have that powerful energy you know 
So I listened to the album. It came out. I, okay. I don't know. My dates are like not. I don't know. I don't remember when anything happened. It's just like this big blob in my brain. But let me just check the release date. More ASMR for our loyal fans. Chloe and Howie, Ungodly Hour. Yeah. It was released two days ago. And I. I this is I'm I think it's safe to say that this is the best album of 2020. We need new music that is good that we can bop to in the quarantine. And this album, this is it, okay? The last album they had they released, um, the kids are alright. It had a couple of songs that I was like, eh, I don't know. This album, there are zero skips. There are no skips. None. Zilch. Nada. All the songs are incredible. They are complete bangers, and I love them so much. They released a new music video, too, for one of the songs on the album, Forgive Me. And I'm proud to say that I am still a stan. I will forever be a stan. And I'm so proud that they are finally getting the attention that they deserve. So if you have nothing to do during the quarantine at this moment. Listen to this album, then. I want to listen to this album now. By Chloe and Halle, the production, the vocals, the lyrics, everything, the harmonies, all of it, it's beautiful and it's great. And I am witnessing one of the greatest moments in history. And that is oh all. Oh my gosh. They made it out to Teen Vogue. That's pretty, that's good. They really did that. They really did. They made that. it onto Teen Vogue and their pictures look snatched. They are snatched. They are snatched both on the inside and on the outside. I don't know what I meant by that, but it's a thing. And that's what they are doing. So I'm going to let Heidi take over now. Sorry for my very long rant, but go stream on no, it's okay, it's okay. On Spotify. And also my throat is really dry. So go ahead. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. With the quarantine happening, a lot of birthday parties are canceled or postponed. And they're not being held as traditional as they would have been. So people have found a way to make their birthdays wonderful by doing drive-in birthdays. And that's that's really, really cool. Yeah, I sometimes, like, sometimes it'll be, like, the middle of the day. And I'll just hear, like, beep, 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 And um, I love the sound effect. We really are. We really are masterminds. So yes, we have um, mind of a mastermind. Uh, yes, I'm so creative like that. Um, but <laughs> sorry, but anyway, um, I hear like this honking outside, and I was like, "What is this? What is this ruckus? What is going on?" So then I peek outside of my window, and you know, it's a little like drive-by birthday party, and they're honking, and they're having such a good time, and I think that's so cute. And then I go back inside the house. And I continue to, I don't know, eat Cheetos or whatever it is I was doing. You know, it's such a wholesome thing. We really are. We're finding ways to be creative, even though we have to be apart, if that makes sense. Exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I hate the word exactly a lot. I need to find a new word. Okay. Um, so with birthday drive-ins, I've been using the posters that I've kept in my closet since maybe third or fourth grade because they're colorful. And, you know... No, hmm? what happened? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So you know when you're younger, you use more of the colorful posters with the vibrant backgrounds, and then like the older you get, you change yeah. into the white background and just use colors on the poster. 
we become blander as we age, like rotten crackers. Do crackers rot? I don't know. But we just become... Yeah, so we just use... We become more boring as we age, Uh is what we're trying to say here. So I've been holding on to these vibrant neon green and yellow posters for Lord knows who, how long. And they've been collecting dust and stuff. (laughs) And then I was invited to this birthday drive-in for our friend Praline. Happy late birthday, Gary Praline. He's probably not going to listen to this. At this very moment, he's going to, like, stop listening to the episode. Be like, he's going to zone out. These people are, I'm not associated with them in any way, shape, or form. Exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I just said that again. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I can use these vibrant, highlighted, colored posters for this drive-in parade so I can stick it out the window and our car will catch eyes. Yeah, Billie Eilish would be so proud of you right now. She would be like, yes, embrace the neon. She'd be very proud of me. And you know what? The poster, the color of the poster was the exact same shade as her green hair strand, whatever. Yes. Like, she dyed the inside of her hair, right? Like, her roots are, like, green. and then Yes, yes. It's so iconic. So, you know, our car popped off. My vibrant poster Mm -hmm. sign was hanging out the car window. And it just caught people's eyes, and that's the goal. Yes, that so is the goal. that's what I've been doing. Make like mm-hmm. Billie Eilish and abs- absorb. That doesn't even make sense. I was gonna say absorb neon into your life, but no, we are not UV rays or sponges. We, I don't know, incorporate. That's what I'm trying to say. Incorporate neon into your life, not absorb. My vocabulary. Be vibrant. Well. Yes, be vibrant. I thought you said be vibrating. Either one is good. Oh, no, 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 no. Dana, heck no. You guys <laughs> do not want to be vibrating. <laughs> Sits in the massage chair, be like, Ugh. Yes, that is my, that is the goal here. Yes, and speaking of birthdays and stuff. <laughs> I, speaking of vibrating, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Dana, Dana, who do you think I am? Dana. Okay, so speaking of birthdays, I've been trying to find ways to make more unique gifts because I'm kind of like lazy to go out, not gonna lie. And I wanna stay safe, so I'm staying inside. Yeah. And I wanna make like this painting for another birthday. So Ooh. yes, happy birthday, Juliana. It's gonna you're fifteen now, and yes. That's so iconic. I don't know who Juliana is, but we stand her. We stand Juliana. So I'm gonna make her painting. So let's hope this doesn't go south and a painting is something that will turn out to be decent. Yeah. You're just going to turn in like this weird like blob thing. You're going to be like, happy birthday. <laughs> and she's going to be like, what's that? Like, like what's that splotch in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You can definitely try out painting in the quarantine. You know, it's a good way to spend the day. You know, if you find painting relaxing, go for it. I find painting very stressful, so I'm not gonna go for it. But you're a perfectionist. It's up to you. Yes, perfectionist things are six. Are you a perfectionist? Was a no. Yes, I. Hmm, I think I'm a perfectionist when it comes to certain things, but like when I'm doing art in any way, it just comes out so ugly that I just get frustrated and I just give up and I just end up with what you would describe as going south. As this big, big, splotchy thing. I don't think so. I don't think so, Dana. I don't know. But I like it. Not my thing. But you know what? If you like, you know, getting artsy, 
And whatever floats your boat. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. And I think this brings us to our motivational quote because we're going to be closing soon. Mm -hmm. And today's motivational quote, or this week's motivational quote, you can say, is by Napoleon Hill. I hope I pronounced that's not the dictator, right? That's not the dictator. What? That's not the French dictator. Is it? I don't know. I don't do history. I don't do. Girl, let me, you're getting more ASMR. Hold on. <laughs> Napoleon. No. The. Okay. Napoleon Hill is an author. The other Napoleon is Napoleon. I'm butchering a lot. I'm butchering the same a lot. It's Napoleon Bonaparte. I think so. Wow, we love a smart Dana who knows about history. I don't. He wasn't a dictator. I thought he was a dictator. I don't even know. I don't know anything yeah. about history. But let's be thankful as a dictator, or I guess I don't know, dictator in theory. Because I was like, if you're talking about kindness, like he's talking. But no, it's not. It's an author, and we stand. Exactly. Exactly. Ah. Okay. I just said that word again. Okay. Okay. Well, the quote is yeah, to keep a tally in a world-torn tally mark. Exactly, yeah, count guys. Mark on how many times Hallie says exactly. Hallie and today's motivation quote. Today's quote is: "In a world where you can be anything, be kind." Yeah, be kind, guys. That's so cute. Kindness. We need more of that. We need more of her. Kindness wins. Kindness always wins, and that has been seen and is evident. Because Fat Fat Supreme got a job. He got a job just by being kind. Yes, that is a lesson from today. Be kind Mm -hmm. and, you know, just do things to help others. Even if it doesn't always help you, you can just make people stay better. And that's the takeaway here. Wait, Dana, if Napoleon Hill was an author, if Napoleon Hill is an author, then what's the name of the ice cream where it's chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry? Isn't that also Napoleon? I think... No, that's Napolitan, right? Live more. Let me see, let me see. Hold on, hold on. No, yeah, that's Neapolitan ice cream, where it's like the vanilla and the chocolate and the strawberry. As you can see, we don't know anything about anything. That is. There we go. That's a second takeaway here. We, but we are simultaneously have the minds of a mastermind. So you know what? Maybe our brains are in the right place, and we don't need to know about this. I don't know. Who knows? So uh, thank you for joining us today. That is all for today, folks, as the Looney Tunes cartoons would say, you know, with the cursive where it's like, that's all, folks. So yeah, Uh, thank you for joining us today. Make sure to visit our website and Instagram. Uh, Our Instagram, you can visit our Instagram for updates on when our new episodes are posted, as well as like additional messages and you can go ahead and visit our website if you want to read more about the news stories that we share today or you know in previous podcasts and yeah thank you for listening and have a great day bye bye